0: we've been talking about what are some keys in order to have revival. And before we can have revival in our church and in our community and in our nation, we need personal revival. And it's time that we became serious about our own sinfulness and, and, and our need to make sure that we are right with God, um, as, as right as we can be with Him in all ways, and we need some self-examination for that today. Revival begins with me and and, and you. Um, I remember uh, reading Dwight L. Moody one time. He was a great evangelist of the late 18th century. And um, he said, if I want to pray for revival, the first thing I do is I draw a circle on the floor. I get down into that circle on my knees, and I pray and say, Lord, bring revival to this circle. (laughs) And I think that's the attitude we need if we want to see revival in our nation. Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 26, it says this You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. Let's pray. Father, we ask God that you would help us to hear this difficult word today. And Father, help us to be motivated by our love for you and our love for others to make these things right between us and you, and between us and our brothers or sisters. Help us, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. We live in an age of division, and, and we see it so often in, in, in our country today. Um, people just have the, this harsh spirit of, of unforgiveness. There's a lot of harshness out there, and it's not, not just partisanship, you know uh, that that that's that that's one aspect of it, um, you know, the differences between a Republican and a Democrat, and uh, and to a certain extent, e- e- even somebody who's a limit libertarian and, and holds a socialist views. Um, we we live in this this either or age, and if you're not for me, you're you're against me, and if uh, you hate me, um, th- then I hate you, and or if you don't agree with me. And, and then I hate you as well. I'm, I'm, I'll cancel you because um, you don't um, agree with me on a certain issue. And and I think um, people in our country um, perpetuate that, um, especially in the media, because uh, whenever there's bad news, uh, they 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 tend to get a lot more views. They get, they get a lot more um, uh, viewers uh, pushed their way, and that they can they can. Uh, tout those viewer numbers to their stockholders and to their um, advertisers. And, um, and so, so they, they uh, tend, tend to do a lot of baiting um, of, of these divisions in our country. And, and um, they, they, they tend to capitalize on it, so to speak. And, and even those who are passionate activists for particular causes, uh, they, they lack any kind of forgiveness, any kind of love for others. Even the, even as they tout their tolerance and, and their acceptance of of certain issues, uh, but they'll they'll get on uh, these uh, these the, the, these Twitter feeds online. A lot of people live and die by Twitter for some reason, um, <laughs> and 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 they'll they'll cancel somebody who who even speaks out toward against. Uh, or, or criticizes that their stances for their cause, and I, I hate to say it, but but that's that that's no more clear than in this LGBTQIA elemental um, group. Um, you know that they, they and, and I'm sorry, I, I probably shouldn't have said it that way, um, but 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 their hatred is so strong for people. But the problem is, is that Christians get caught up in it too. That that they get caught up in in, in this thing. Just as much as, as some of these other groups do, and, and, and they're bringing division the um, with, with their tongues and they're hurting people but, but even in, but even not in, in in the wider culture, a lot of times um, the, the, there's this um, personal thing um, about us, and, and, and I think it has to do with original sin um, that this old corruption that, that that that's taken believers you know a long time to get rid of. Um, we, we're, we're still reactionary when people offend us and hurt us. And, our, and sometimes our first reaction is, is, is to lash out. Um, you know, I, I think Christians d- deal with road rage as much as anybody. And we've got to be so careful about that. But if we want to see revival, what, what we need is, is a radical reconciliation, a radical restitution. And one of the steps and keys to having revival in, in our personal lives, I believe, is, is, is to always make reconciliation and restitution where possible, by, by all means, by, by, by any way that we can, make restitution with those who are against us. And Jesus makes it, you know, the heart of Christianity. I can't think of a more important um, uh, passage. Of, of, of Scripture or a section of Scripture than the Sermon on the Mount. Now, all Scripture is important. All Scripture is God-breathed. But if you want to know the heart of Christianity and what it is, it's right here in chapters 5, 6, and 7 of, um, of, um, of, of the book of Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount, we call it. Because Jesus is, he, it starts off by him standing on the mountainside and speaking to his disciples, and the crowds have gathered too. And he's, he's speaking to them, and he's giving them an interpretation of the Old Testament law. And What Jesus does, when we were talking about this a few weeks ago, about, about our, our um, uh, series on sin, Jesus takes the things that, that the Ten Commandments say are wrong, and he, say, and he internalizes them. He says that these things have, have a source within us, and we cannot deal with that source that's within us, we need a touch from God to deal with that source that, that, that's within us. We need to give our hearts and lives to God so that he can transform us so that we no longer um, want to do these things. And he says here basically that, that the source of, of murder, of killing someone in, in, out of um, malicious intent, the source of that is anger. And 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 anger towards someone is is just as wrong as as murder in God's eyes. Now I do believe in degrees of sin. I do believe that carrying out the act of murder is probably, uh, well, it is. It's a lot worse than than anger. But 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 if anger is 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 the source of all this, that anger also brings us judgment if we hold on to it and, and and if we allow it to consume us to make us bitter people. And there's a lot of people living in bitterness today because they're they're completely unable to let go of their anger towards someone. You offended me, you hurt me, my my reaction is to offend and hurt back. And Jesus says no, that's that's not the way of the Kingdom. He says you have heard that that it was said do not murder and anyone who is murder, who murders will be liable to judgment. That's the Old Testament teaching. That was the teaching of Judaism. That was the teaching of the Pharisees. That if you did those things, you were liable to God's judgment. And that comes from God Himself. Uh, Jesus is not telling them anything brand new here. He's giving the interpretation of, of, of you know, the Old Testament. Of what God said said there, He's bringing in into the New Testament era. The, those who say the law hasn't changed, that that, that the law is, is no longer relevant, um, have to deal with, with, with the idea that okay, so if I kill somebody, um, if I murder someone, and you know, in revenge or with, with an intent to harm, you know, to, to kill them, then then that that's no longer wrong in God's eyes, or I, I don't understand it. Or, or, or that grace covers those kinds of things if if, if you violate God's old te- that that law still stands if you violate God's old testament law you you know you're you're still in trouble you're still under God's judgment but even more so Jesus says that that that, that anger that that anger that, that's within that, that's the motivation for this kind of intentional murder has to be dealt with as well. And, and, and it's a matter of the heart. And so he says this, but I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. You're just as liable to God's judgment when you hold on to your anger as if you had murdered someone according to Jesus. And that, that, that's a harsh, harsh saying, I agree. Anger leads to hatred. Hatred can can lead to to murder. So so why not cut it off at the source? (laughs) Why not cut it off at the source? Now there are times um, I think that um where we have um a a right to be angry about certain things. Uh, That there is a righteous indignation, so to speak. Um, There there are times that where we um, get angry over our sin or, or over other people's sins. And, and, and the sins that are in our society, we, we want to stand up against um, injustice that's out there too. I, I, I think, I think that, that there's a healthy side to anger. But we're talking here about anger against the person. Being angry o- over someone who has um, hurt you and offended you. Being angry over someone who has, who has uh, uh, come up against you or come up against whatever position you may have this kind of directed anger towards the person is, is, is wrong and Jesus says that it is evil and that we if we want to see revival again if we want to be revived in our hearts we need to let go of anger wherever we can and, and not just let go of anger but try to make things right with that person but he also says here and this is also interesting to me he says um, whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. Now, in a lot of versions, it says the word raka, which is the Aramaic word for an empty-headed person. If, if in anger you curse someone and insult them, and, and and this isn't just talking about, you know, you're just friends and, uh, and, and you jab someone out of friendship and, and appreciation for them. You know, that's fine, I, I think that kind of humor, though, can, can um, uh, borderline the, this idea of, of purposely insulting someone or going against the person, so we need to be careful. Sometimes um, we, we may um, uh, push our anger out in, in a sarcastic way and try to make it into a joke when really deep down we are angry. But here it, it says, whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. If you call someone an empty-headed person, because you're angry with them, you are liable to God's judgment. And he's using um, Jewish language here for for the council, for, for the Sanhedrin, how they perform their laws, but he's really talking about the council of heaven. He's talking about the heavenly councils, standing before the heavenly judge, God. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. Whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. You can't get more specific than that. (laughs) The Greek word there is moros, and it means a foolish person. Someone who who is, is rebelling against God, who lacks any kind of sense or knowledge, it goes against the person, and it goes against their worth, and devalues them. When you do these things out of anger and start calling people names, you're, you're uh, in God's eyes you're you're devalu- devaluing them. And and when you devalue a person, you you're just a few steps away from I think from from actually doing some sort of harm to them. He's equating this kind of anger that a uh, uh, cursing someone and and, um, and railing against someone and, and calling them names and those kinds of things. He, he's equating that to, to, to the sin of, of destroying a person's life of murder. If you want to be a faithful believer today, if you want to take seriously Jesus Christ and His love, if you want to take seriously the Christian faith, if, if, if you're wanting to see revival in your own hearts and in this church, if you're wanting to see, see people turn back to Jesus Christ, then we need to get rid of, in our lives, this kind of anger that, that goes against the person. Because Jesus says it's wrong, and it brings us under God's judgment. And, and this isn't the first place in the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus talks about. It's not the only place in the Sermon on the Mount. It's the first place, but it's not the only place that Jesus talks about about. Um, Being angry with someone. At the end of the Lord's Prayer, right after the Lord's Prayer finishes, Jesus says this, For if if you forgive others their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Now, they always say that um, repetition is the soul of education. And Jesus repeats this idea over and over again in his teaching. If, if, if you're angry with someone, and you cannot, so much so that you cannot forgive them of their trespasses, so much so that, that you would start cursing at them and calling them names and, and uh, going against that, that person, um, and, and in doing so, you're devaluing them. If you can't let go of that anger, then how can God forgive you? The whole purpose of Jesus' ministry is the ministry of forgiveness. The whole purpose of Jesus' ministry is, is the doctrine of reconciliation. The whole purpose of Jesus' ministry is, is, is to bring a community of, of like-minded Believing faithful people into unity and, 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 and a shared bond of, of love, of, of self-sacrificing love. Reconciliation is, is the heart of the gospel. Making things right between you and God is the heart of the gospel. Making things right between you and the other person is, is front and center to what the gospel is. Jesus died and rose again to bring the ministry of reconciliation. <laughs> and He is there on His heavenly throne right now, me- mediating between us and, and the Father. He's still doing the ministry of reconciliation. It's not just past tense. He is still doing that. And if we want to see revival, we've got to make that reconciliation ourselves. So Jesus also talks about this later on, that there's a pattern for Christians to make reconciliation between another brother and sister in Christ. And so he says this, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. Matthew 18, 15. Now there's a process too after that that says... Now, if they don't want to reconcile, you, you, you um, go and bring someone else with you. And then if he still doesn't want to reconcile, then you need to bring him before the church for um, you know, um, some sort of consideration of, of, of whether or not you know, a, a decision needs to be made about whether or not that person is still um, a, a believer or not. I mean, Jesus didn't mince words in that. But if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone, if he listens to you, you have gained your brother. Now, you know, Jesus also says here, if, if, if you are here, it says, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled with your brother, then come and offer your gift. In other words, if you're coming to worship, now Jesus has fulfilled all of the Old Testament in terms of the, the um, offerings and sacrifices and, and, and the gifts, all that's fulfilled in Him, in His, in his once-for-all sacrifice. So I would apply this, this idea to the idea of worship. If, if, if you're coming to worship God, to give Him your glory, if, if, uh, give Him His glory, if, if, if you're here in worship to um, offer your um, prayers to him if you're coming to worship to to sing the songs and, and and to hear god's word being spoken so that you can be a better believer but you've got something that that that's in your heart against another person e- either in the church or outside you need to make that right with that person if if possible now sometimes it might not you might not be able to Go and talk to that person. If that person has passed on or if they, they've moved away, there's, there's not a way that you can reach out to them. Now, I can say that there's lots of ways to reach out to people today, um, electronically and whatever else, where we can make, make some sort of reconciliation. But if, it, but if it's possible, you need to go and make reconciliation for that, that per, you know, with, with that person. And at the very least, you need to be at an altar of prayer, asking God to forgive you of your anger and making things right with God, if you want to see um, His revival in your heart, and, and in your soul, and in your life, in your church, and in your community. If you want to see our, our church begin to grow again, if you want to see people turning their hearts back to Jesus Christ, repenting of their sins, and seeking His forgiveness, and, and coming into His kingdom, and, and being part of, of the body of Christ, if, if, if you truly want to see that the cultural rot in our country, turn the corner and turn around. What you need to do is become a loving Christian, just as Jesus said, and let go of anger and hatred towards, towards other people. And there's no time like the present to make things right, right now. If it's not possible for you to make it, make it right with that person, then you can make it right here at this altar, between you and the Lord. But if it is possible, it's time to reach out. It's time to go and make things right with that person. If someone has offended you, don't be quick to be angry. Give those things to God first. I didn't like what that person said, but I, I, I'm resolved not, not to strike back, not, not, not to curse them, not to yell back, I want to give it to God in my heart and life first. I want to give it to God. If you know someone who has something against you, as the scripture says here, go and make it right with that person. Say, "I, I felt like I've offended you in some way and you and I haven't talked in a while. Let me know what I did to offend you and let me make it right. Sometimes we even have to think monetarily. Maybe there's somebody that, that we got into a, a bad deal one time and, and, uh, and uh, they felt like we cheated them out of money. I've seen that happen in the church before. People within the church have business dealings. And uh, like uh, somebody hired a contractor to do a job within the church. Somebody was telling me this story one time. that, that This person hired a, a guy to, um, and contracted contractor work with him, but then the guy didn't pay him for the contracted work. And there, there was years of division between those two people. They, 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 they sat on one side of the church, and he sat on the other. <laughs> they didn't speak to each other for for years. Then finally, one day, the the person who was wrong, the contractor, went, and um, and and, and said, "Look, you know, I, I've held something against you for a long time, and it's that that you never pay me for the work that I did." And that person, you know, could have gotten angry. Could it? Could have said, "You know, forget it." He said, "No." You're right, and I, I was wrong. Please forgive me, and I will pay you for for that that word. They made things right. It was a pastor that told me about that from years ago. I, I won't say his name because I, I record this, um, but it was a pastor that told me that story a long time ago, and I thought, what a what what a beautiful way of 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 talking about what it says here in, in Matthew chapter five, and then later on in Matthew 18, going to that brother, making things right. Letting them know that, hey, you, you hurt me and I've held this thing against you for a long time. Today is the day that we can make reconciliation. Settle those debts. It says Jesus says it here. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and, put, and you be put in pr- prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. <clears throat> Jesus is using the idea of, of, of debtor's prison here, um, and, and I, I think that, that works in, 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 a, in a physical, real way, but it also points to how God views us. God being our accuser, we need to make things right with Him. We do that through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Thankfully, that debt's already been paid through Him, amen? That debt's been paid through Jesus Christ. When we make things right with God, then, then, then He will free us. But if we refuse to make things right with God, if we don't make things right with Him, we will not get out until we have paid that sin debt. And, and that sin debt can, can never be repaid. I hope you understand that. The sin debt cannot be repaid by us. It had, it's been made by Jesus Christ, and we have to admit that and come to God and ask Him to forgive us of our sin so that that sin debt can be erased. But there are times on this earth... Where we have to go and make sure that we make restitution, if possible, to the people that, that we've, we've cheated and that, that we've wronged, and that you know the, all, if, if, if we're willing to be true reconcilers, if we're willing to be true, truly make restitution for the things that we've done, I'll guarantee you that, that God will transform your life. God will transform um, the, 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 this church. And that people will see who you really are. A a person who loves Jesus Christ and is faithful to Him. So so I call you today. If you have anger towards someone. If you have something against them. Or if they have something against you. As a Christian, go and make that right. Go and make restitution where you can. Forgive rather than hold on to anger. Let go of those things. And if you need help in doing so, um, you you can come to this altar and pray. I'm going to ask Michael if you will um, bring up that song, um, uh, Jesus Paid It All. And if you feel like you need to come to this altar and ask God to forgive you um, and and help Him to guide you into um, making restitution with someone, And I invite you to come up today and and do so. Michael, if you'll play that song. Let's stand. Let's stand. Lord, I just pray for these that are here today. I just pray, God, that you'd help them to make restitution in their hearts with you whether that's here in this altar or where they are or however it is i pray that they would come to you in repentance and faith first seeking your forgiveness lord because if we confess our sins you are faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and we're grateful for that today lord we're so thankful we come worshiping you and praising you because of your salvation God, help us to make things right with you. Then help us, Lord, to go and make things right with our brother and sister in Christ. Before we continue to give you glory, before we continue to give you false praise and false worship, Lord, help us to make things right with you in our hearts and with the other person that that we've offended or that has offended us or that we've held anger against. Lord, help us to make things right. Help us, Lord, to be revived in our hearts. To look to you in faith, And I pray that you would bless our people today. Bless us here soon as we prepare our hearts to say goodbye to Renee, but not necessarily a goodbye, but to see you later. Father, I just pray that you would be with the Roberts family in this moment. Be with us, Lord. Help us as we go from here. Dismiss us from this place, but never dismiss us from your presence. Go with us and be with us. And it's in your name I pray and ask all these things. Amen. You may be dismissed.